0: Welcome to the Leadership of Falls. It's a very special episode. The ship is up on dry dock, and we've got a two-person crew just afloat in the dinghy to wrap up the year that was. It's a, I guess it's a, it's a 2018 in
1: in review. Would you say, Colin? Well, in organisational life, um, people like to use the term retro these days. Well, so. I would
0: hate to be out of step with what's uh, you know the current climate in the in what we. Like to think of as our lifeblood, the business world. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, we're always tapping in, and hoping uh, that we can resonate uh, their, their own feelings back to them in a way that they think is is fun and exciting. So you're just saying we need to just validate them? Yeah. I mean, is that so wrong, Colin? I don't think so. No. And uh, at the end of the year, we've reached out to all the shipsters out there and asked them what's resonated with them most most you know loudly. Um, and we've got a cavalcade of responses to uh, enable us to put together the top 12
1: sort of 2018 leadership gifts, I guess you could call them. You could call them leadership gifts. Their lessons, their insights, their uh, reflections, their musings. Um, Yeah, gifts. Why not? Let's call them gifts. Gee, the more I
0: I hear the word gifts, it sounds like we're saying gifts, like the... um, GIF slash GIF, Um, you know, the the moving, the little moving, everyone out there knows what I'm talking about. Uh, And it's hard to say the word gifts now without sounding like you're referring to a short little animated uh, thing on your computer.
1: So with an emphasis on the T.
0: Yeah. So we call them presents. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) 2018 leadership presents. The top 12 2018 leadership presents. And
1: I'm just going to have to qualify right from the very start, especially if anyone's listened to our most recent episode, which is the top 10 reasons... Every organisation should have a podcast. Yes, you might recall that we didn't land with a top ten; it ended up being a top nine. Yeah, and I've got some news about today. Uh It's not. I've locked in.
0: I've locked in top twelve. I've locked in twelve. I want it to be twelve. It's fourteen. So we've we've not only exceeded expectations; we've more than exceeded. Like we've gone the whole hog. That's that's not even a baker's dozen. That's when the baker gets crazy. (laughs) That's a crazy baker's dozen.
1: Ah oh, yes absolutely I yes the, the top 14 I I don't know is there a top 14 anywhere that we can think of that would make any sense that number 14 No
0: no never has there been a 14 uh, so a it's list of 14 original. yeah yeah we've, we 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 are trailblazing right now Colin um and so do you want to kick us off with one of these uh so someone out there has reached out and given us what they thought was a pretty Top-notch insight.
1: Let me kick it off. And, um, and in fact, just before kicking it off, I, this was a delightful exercise. So um, it's so appreciative of everyone who uh, contributed and it actually got me both inspired and every so often mm. just a little emotional oh, as we going through this. That's present. not
0: the worst place to be at the end no. of the year, is it? It's, no. It's, it's a nice feeling. It it's was a warm a nice feeling. feeling. Uh,
1: so number one, Raquel Lemon. Shout out Raquel Lemon. Yes, Absolutely. I've summed these up, so I hope I'm going to do them all justice. But um, you've colonised them. Everything that you go through goes through you. It's all valuable. Nothing is for nothing. Interestingly, Rick Brown, Mm -hmm. I chose this one first Mm -hmm. because it's very, very philosophical. It's very
0: you know how I love philosophy.
1: Absolutely. So I'm wondering if you can make your own sense of it. Everything that goes through you. Uh, sorry. Everything, everything you go through goes through you. Fantastic. Yep, and it's all valuable, and nothing is for nothing.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, basically, look, all experiences that uh, that you experience have an effect on you and uh, change you, and for better or for worse, um, they're all a valuable life lesson. Either you learn something good, you learn something bad, you're changed in one way or the other. I mean, these these are the sort of Zen philosophical principles that I could underpin a whole religion on, and I might just go do that now. <laughs> but not until we finish this top top twelve. I'm i I'm, n- I'm never gonna stop referring to it as a top twelve because in my mind that's what it is and always will be. It's top twelve plus two. It is. Yeah. It is. Um And because this podcast is something we're going through, and it's going through us. I like
1: it. I and like it. And we're going to be lot. changed
0: for the better slash worst.
1: Raquel, this is a true gift. This one. Yeah. Uh, and interestingly for me, the nothing is for nothing. Really, um, I don't know. It struck a chord for me. It just gives a sense that, uh, as you said. Uh, Everything we do changes us, mm-hmm. changes someone else and uh, it, uh, it makes sense that it's worth doing.
0: Yeah, and it's an important thing to uh, sort of uh, play back into a, in a, into that business sense as well because a lot of people get caught up and, um, um, and worrying about, you know, well, this didn't go as well as we were hoping or um, there was a certain level of failure on this uh, project or whatever and it's important to try to use that, that idea that even if it didn't go as well as we we're hoping, what did we learn from that? Right. How can we drive forward? Right. How can we become Zen Buddhists?
1: Excellent. I love it. I love every moment of it. Number two. Yes. John Eddy. What you think is crazy often makes perfect sense to the other person. Uh So... You might experience another's reaction, their mm-hmm. behaviour, their responses—totally mm-hmm. crazy, totally out there.
0: It's kind of the reverse of um, "your obvious is someone else's genius," nice. or it's a it's a it's a twist on that. It is a twist. "Your crazy is someone else's sensible," is what they're basically saying. <laughs> I love so, it. So, while "your obvious is someone else's genius," it's also good to remember "your crazy is
1: someone else's completely normal." Rick Brown, as yes. you speak, I'm writing so many notes. Good. We're, we're uh, creating a new religion. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've got a. What have we just done then? We've we've reversed another.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, look. Methodology. Yeah,
0: and there's a there's a because um, there's a principle in improv that we we say all the time, uh, when we're teaching or or, or learning or both, uh, and that quite simply is the opposite is also true. So whenever we're teaching something in improv, it's always important to remember that whatever we're teaching, the opposite is also true. Nice. Um, And I feel like with a lot of these lessons, same. The opposite is also true. You're crazy, someone else is normal. You're normal and someone else is crazy.
1: You know I am actually just I'm, I'm actually agreeing with you and then I'm saying I don't know that I really understand what you're saying right now. Like I'm going <laughs> It's because I'm crazy. The opposite is also true. Yeah,
0: in in any lesson that you learn the opposite is also true. This problem I haven't tried to apply this to the world at large Colin, because okay. it, okay. it's it's uh, but, yeah, it's mainly a focus with you. it's mainly a focus in the improv world. Okay. <laughs> uh, so its application so don't know to how, business and society But, is... but as well, as we know improv you can often <laughs> apply to the greater world at large in a successful way Absolutely. um but the opposite is also true yeah so you know um let's see how we go if we just have that bubbling away in the back of our minds
1: thank you very much john eddie number three and this is from a person who uh, i believe and understand had a a second child at least a second child this year
0: wow well, that's uh,
1: and as a father was able to take uh six months off from work shout out to paternity leave yes right and uh a couple of in great insights that start off almost about parenting mm-hmm. and then translate into organisational oh, life. So let's, let's go with it.
0: Parenting is the greatest leadership challenge of all. <laughs> yes,
1: it is. I I, I agree. How <laughs> many kids do you have, Rick? Three. Three. Uh, I have two. Mm-hmm. and the... So I win. Ha-ha. That's right. Sucked in, Colin. <laughs> and uh, I think we're going to give a shout-out to um, a couple of people at their school because without coordinating this, and why would we and how could we, no. our children go to the same high school. I know. What are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? I don't know. It's quite freaky. In, uh, in so this wide this world is, of ours? Yeah. This is Dennis Novak and um, Maric Knight. And Dennis reveals that he's become more creative because logic doesn't work with a new baby. So uh, he started to appreciate the power of a funny sound mm-hmm. or a gentle kiss or a funny face. Um and for someone in organisational life, that's not necessarily coming from a place of logic, mm. but it works.
0: Yeah, right. So, I mean, there's this, this, the the scope for a whole spin-off series about leadership lessons learned from um, parenting a, a very small child is, uh, I mean, that, I'm excited just by the thought of that. Leadership
1: of schools? <laughs> oh,
0: Colin, you are. I'm sharp today. You are. I don't know what's <laughs> happened to you, but I like whatever vitamins you found Sign me up. Okay. Um, yes, because it's true. The log- trying to apply normal logic to babies—is folly, um, as yes. countless generations of people have discovered through history. Um, but then, what is the logic or the lack of logic, and what lessons can we learn from that? He's this um, this person. who who was this? Dennis. Dennis. So Dennis is starting to see, you know, the benefits of abandoning that logic and um, applying a whole new set of principles. I'm excited by the the very notion,
1: especially with uh, every organisation uh, seeking out innovation and creativity. He's yeah. he's onto something. Yeah, absolutely onto something.
0: Yeah, because you've got to find creative ways and creative solutions is what parenting is all about, really. Yes. Especially those youngsters. I mean, you, you can't go in there with a plan, really, with those babies.
1: No, uh, exactly You right. you
0: must be creative, uh, otherwise you are going to be adrift
1: in a sea of confusion. And there's a. Um, Another layer to this, and that is both Dennis and Marique, who I think might be his partner. Let's uh, put them together. Let's, yes, Let's just assume they're together, even, even if, if they've never not, met. I don't care. I think it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah. uh, talk mine. a lot about equality in the workplace and especially allowing all families uh, to have the chance to spend time with their newborns mm-hmm. or their children at Critical stages in their development.
0: Is this part of? Is this? Yeah, a, yeah. Is this a new lesson or? Uh, it's a new, it's and, a lesson that. Um, or well, this all is part my, of the the newborn baby. Well, lesson. this is my
1: take on it. So oh, I think right. I think De- Dennis has gone with the. What did I learn this year? I learn about fatherhood.
0: Yeah, a creative about parenthood.
1: I yeah. learn about creativity. All right. And if you want me to try and translate it to what it means for an organisation, yep. Uh, every organisation needs to go out of its way to continue to create an environment where. Uh, parents can actually have the opportunity to truly parent. Yes. Um, and uh, so.
0: It is becoming uh, front and centre, that sort of that, the conversation around that, um, you know, the work life balance, um, Absolutely. allowing and, space.
1: And I suspect it's even probably stronger than that term. It's that sense of what difference does it make to, and I'm getting deep, very deep now. Go deep. But what difference does it make to society when uh, we have uh, parents? able to not feel as stressed, uh, get to connect and uh, parent in the way without the pressures Mm -hmm. and the stress of work. Yep. And at the same time, what we kind of philosophically know about children and their critical stages of development and how vital Mm. a a parent or a caregiver actually is and what difference that can make to workplaces and society. Yeah, the happiness factor, The
0: the satisfaction guarantee. Um, yes, all of this plays in. People just are only scratching the surface of what satisfaction and happiness can imbue into a workplace and, um, and, and allowing the the setting outside of work to fuel that happiness is um, mind-blowing for some people because a lot of time the focus has been on how can we make our workplace uh, a happier environment, like well, what can we do? What systems can we put in place when you're at work to try to elevate your happiness and satisfaction levels? And then they've only started to realize, hang on, people spend a lot of time not at work. What can we do to allow, you know, to to foster happiness and satisfaction in those areas as well? Yes.
1: I I, I love it. And you know, I just can't help it. I'm looking at you right now and you do have a very expressive face. I do. And I can now almost picture a, I don't know, maybe it's an online video Mm. tutorial. Yeah. Uh, with a series of different faces that could work for newborns. Oh, I could do that. You could do that.
0: Oh, just, just a, a YouTube channel that's just my face doing different faces that you can stick your baby in front of. Um, I'll do the parenting for you. I mean, <laughs> imagine how much your happiness and satisfaction levels are going to lift when oh. your baby spends I don't know roughly ten to sixteen hours a day watching my face. <laughs> I mean, all the all the uh, shipsters out there who've uh, grown accustomed to my voice may not even know what I look like unless they've. Uh, Seen some of our no, online will. content. But once my YouTube baby face pulling channel goes gangbusters, you'll know me.
1: I can tell it's the end of the year. We, um, uh, we, I'll the re-focus. ideas are coming
0: thick and fast. It is. We, we won't say no to any of them no, at this time of right. year.
1: Uh, so our gift gift with a T or our present yeah. is uh, for number four is Andrew Pepper. Andrew Pepper. Uh, we know Andrew Pepper quite ah, well. We know the Pepper. Uh, Sitting there in Sydney town as we speak, here in Melbourne town. How did he go with the
0: floods? Yeah.
1: I'm good. sure he survived.
0: If not, I hope he we lived hope. a good life.
1: <laughs> we hope. Uh, now, Andrew gave me a call after the Me Too episode, and uh, he said that a couple of things that were said in that particular episode got him reflecting uh, and about his behaviour, especially Mm -hmm. at uh, university. Yep. And that was triggered by something I'd said on that particular episode as well. So Andrew and I had a good debrief. Uh, It was actually, again, it's one of those conversations you don't usually have. It was uh, open and reflective and honest.
0: That is the hope of some of these uh, conversations that we're having on the podcast, is that it will trigger further conversations. Yeah,
1: so that was a really satisfying response. And um, Andrew emphasized here that his big insight or uh, for 2018 was the ability to adapt as leaders and become truly lifelong learners. And uh, I suspect there's a lot of things that get in the way. Um, I think we uh, naturally are learners. Mm-hmm. Uh, the human race is amazing with how much it, its capacity to learn is, but there are a lot of things, the older we get, mm. that tend to get in the way of us putting ourselves outside of our comfort zones and experiencing different things.
0: Indeed, there's distractions. There's advances in technology that us. There's there's just kind of I don't know. We get we get a bit nappy. You know, we need to have more naps of an afternoon. These things cut into our learning time. Oh, I love a nap. Oh, I can I go love and nap. a nap. Not now. I'm I'm pretty energised right now. But I feel like 10 to 15 minutes. Are you from a, now,
1: are you a nap guy? Oh,
0: I don't mind a little a little tiny little snooze. Um, I never plan for one, right? but every now and then you'll find yourself in a situation and you'll be like, oh, I reckon I could squeeze in a little 10-minute 10, 10 nappy time. Oh, and um, I get so excited by the notion that I can't sleep because <laughs> I'm so excited that I've found a 10-minute window for a little, little shut-eye. <laughs> it peps me up. <laughs> so it's kind of you know catch-22 in terms of nap yes. time for me. I've got to teach myself to not get so excited by the concept <laughs> and then I'll be able to have a little snooze. Uh, uh-
1: Let's pause that one right there. Uh, That's intriguing. Number five, Roxanne Carr. Make it count. Well, you could almost sum it up. Make it count. The (laughs) end. Don't hide behind decisions uh, you've made yesterday or hold on to the past. And she emphasizes, especially in leadership, that there's a huge place for empathy and kindness. Rick Brown. What do you take out of that? Make it count.
0: I mean, there's a lot in there. That she's she's throwing nuggets at us. (laughs) She is. She can pretend that's one bit of learning, one one bit of genius. But uh, I I think there's three or four takeaways. There's almost
1: a season of leadership of fools in two. Right, make it
0: count. I mean, that's that's almost a Nike slogan waiting to happen, isn't it? Yep. Um, That's what we're always. You've always got to go in with that mindset. I'm sitting here right now. I could just be coasting during this podcast. I could. I could, I could have a snooze. <laughs> you, you know how? Huh? But I'm not gonna. I'm gonna make it count. It's my one shot. I mean, it's not like we could redo it. That's not how podcasting works. No. We get
1: one chance to make this one work. Chance. No matter how indifferent it is. Yeah. We'll put it out there. So we've
0: got to seize the moment, we've got to make it count. Um, and that's yeah, and I guess being an improviser and most of the stuff that i Create only exists in the moment, so I'm always hoping, uh, I'm always trying to make every idea count.
1: So let's take a side path around that because I think that's uh, very powerful because it probably links, and I'll make a direct link, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Rox is also talking about uh, not holding too much onto the past.
0: Yeah. And
1: Impro is perfectly suited for it happens in the moment, Mm. it happens, in fact, you can't even revisit it. Yeah. You you might talk about it. but you you Never. I never mentioned it. Never.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that show you did yesterday. I didn't do a show yesterday. I never. Like I said I just completely block them. There's, I'm allowed to block when I'm talking about improv, but not yes, when I'm doing improv. Not when you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: can I ask you uh, a question? I've always been intrigued in uh, having watched you perform with your colleagues, um, Spark, and uh, having watched the some of the stories that you create on the spot. I almost think, wow, you could create that into a a series or this, you could do more with that. Yep. Does that ever frustrate you?
0: Sometimes, yeah. There are times where I think, oh, some of these stories would, would be worth developing. And there are, there are other um, imp- improvisers or companies that do use improv to generate stories or sketch ideas. Yep. So it's not unheard of. Um, it's just, I don't know, I've never focused too much on it. But yes, it is. Sometimes you do think, ah, oh, those characters, those stories... They were so magical in the moment. Um, I wonder if they could exist outside uh, of the moment uh, and be developed further. But then, I don't know, something shiny catches my eye and I forget (laughs) all about it.
1: Uh, (laughs) So you are a true lesson for being in the moment.
0: (laughs) And having a very short attention span. Ah,
1: the... The recipe for success, yes. very short attention span. <laughs> so the last one, I um, just uh, as I close number five out with uh, Roxanne and uh, the place for kindness in leadership, which, um, yeah, in 2018, a healthy dose of kindness won't go astray.
0: Yes, um, and that is, I guess, the ongoing transition from the, uh, I guess, the stereotypical corporate culture of days gone by, The um, you know the angry and the yelling and the the tyrannical bosses uh, keeping their workforce
1: under control. I think we're getting closer to eliminating it. Yeah, by force if necessary. By (laughs) (laughs) kindness, kindness by force. (laughs) We'll be uh, kind, <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, well, let's hold that. But um, I'm optimistic. Let yes. me just say, I remain optimistic.
0: And uh, just being on the road to a kinder of future is um, satisfying in and of itself. Sometimes, just like, at least we're trying. Yes, you know. I yes. mean, we can't. That can't be uh, all that we achieve. Hopefully, but uh, but we're, we're on the path. A path we didn't even dare dream of when I didn't exist.
1: <laughs> yes, that's absolutely true. Um, now, Rick Brown, I suspect I might frustrate and disappoint you as we might have been at the halfway mark, Yeah, number six. Yeah. You our and I 12. both know that yeah. that's
0: not really the case. Not in my mind. It's a top 12 list, as I've said. Top, right. top. Yeah. The, so, the
1: other two are just a bonus. They're bonus. They're, they're epilogue. Oh, nice. All right. That's why we got So two? we're hitting the halfway mark. Yeah. Uh, Ruth Young... Ruth, uh, who also has been incredibly generous uh, promoting a range of our episodes. Oh, legend. Uh, and particularly a, a massive fan of the imposter syndrome episode early on. It's a bloody good one. When we were in Brunswick recording oh, that. Remember those days? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Look um, how far we've come. I know. We've, we've travelled many a suburb uh, in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the ship, and um, each one more delightful than the last. That's right. Brunswick had its own charm. It it's did. a little rusty street cred, you know. Uh, I felt I felt more at home probably in Brunswick than anyone uh, you or anyone who came onto the podcast. That,
1: that I probably is true. Yes, that probably is true. Yeah.
0: I could have stayed there forever. Yes. it was just around the corner from my house, so that yeah, did help. True. <laughs> uh,
1: Ruth mentioned, uh, in, in fact, she referred to a particular episode, which mm-hmm. um, was the episode that kicked off season two, the Everyday Sexism mm-hmm. uh, podcast, hosted by Amanda. In fact, I'm just drawing a very tenuous link here that yeah. the y- yes, two yes, podcasts, Amanda
0: makes a much bigger impression on the uh, two podcasts listening that have audience. been
1: referenced so yeah. far. I've, me
0: too. I've been hoping you wouldn't realize. Um, yeah, this, I keep, every pattern, time I get invited this back. This pattern
1: is actually starting to yeah, yeah. connect for me. Damn it!
0: I knew I'd, This is why we should never have done a top twelve. No, look we should back. not I, have reflected. I've been
1: trying to. There is no benefit in yeah. looking backwards. I've been trying Just to keep forwards. moving
0: so that you didn't notice um, how much of a much better impact uh, Amanda has uh, than than myself. Yes, because um, as I was saying, every time I get invited back, I am surprised. I am like, well, sure, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean I don't know what you're thinking, Colin, but I didn't want to bring it up because <laughs> I quite enjoy doing the podcast.
1: Uh, uh, so the every day, someone's got to is...
0: do the workman like episodes, the run of the mill ones, so well, that when Amanda yeah, comes in, they really player. pop. Yeah,
1: I play my role. You play your role. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, and that's that's vital. Yeah, yeah. Because if Amanda player... was doing all of them, I mean, if if
0: every episode stands out, they all become beige. But if I do a bunch of just you know Rick episodes, and then all of a sudden Amanda comes in, pa boom, fireworks. Everyone's like, "How good was that episode?" Stands out, you see. So in many ways me. I'm I'm You've vital. Sold me. I'm
1: vital to the process. Um, you absolutely sold me and I'm convinced it's the way to go. <laughs> Thank you. Lock it in. Everyday sexism, especially uh, the comment uh, from Tim Reed in that episode. And that was an episode with Tim Reed, who's the uh, CEO of MYB and Peggy O'Neill. Mm. Oh, I didn't listen to it.
0: Uh, if I'm not on it, I don't care. <laughs> You're not interested. No, I'm not
1: interested. <laughs> right. I'm not
0: interested. <laughs> Just needs a bit more Rick. That's what I was thinking. Okay. I started listening, where's that Rick guy? Ah,
1: next. Forget it. Uh, Peggy O'Neill, who's the Richmond Football Club president. And a comment uh, that came out from Tim that said, when looking within organizations and especially within teams in organizations, it's the question 50 50. If not, why not? Mm. So if it's not 50% representation, male yep. female. Mm-hmm or actually we understand in society it's more like 51, 49. Mm-hmm. If it's not that, what's going on? Yeah. Um, if not, why not? Yep. Yep. So that was quite provocative and powerful, especially for people like Ruth. Mm. And the emphasis on that particular podcast was about changing the system, yeah. not, not changing any individual, not yeah. not equipping... Um,
0: Again, I don't want to point it out, but if you'd gotten a Mandarin, you'd have 50-50 right here, right now. You've, you've, uh, the obvious is staring you in the face. I mean, you've making just.
1: I wonder now whether to... we actually continue. <laughs> We've hit number six, and it's probably making sense that I might do you give, Amanda, Amanda's number? give Amanda a call. Yes,
0: yeah, you can re-record uh, any bits, any bits you like.
1: Well, she could take over from this yeah, point on to that do the second half. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does make sense.
0: <laughs> if not, why not?
1: Good point. Yeah, Thank to be you. fair, she,
0: she's not. She wasn't available today. Um, uh,
1: the Me Too episode talked a lot about putting the mirror up. I think we've just put the mirror up on yeah. ourselves.
0: Yeah, have a good long hard look at yourself, Colin. <laughs> these decisions you're making, time and time again, they benefit me. I'm loving it. I'm having the time of my life. But what are you doing, Colin?
1: What are you doing? Oh, what the am shipsters I doing? are telling what you loud I and doing? clear.
0: Every everything is basically. Uh, there's a subtle way of saying, just get Amanda. <laughs> I mean, she's she's the heart and soul of the podcast. <laughs> Make make better Uh, choices, Colin.
1: Shout out to Amanda Buckley, whose birthday it was the other day. And I don't know when people are listening to this, but it's her birthday every day.
0: Yeah, it may as well be. That's
1: how she lives her life. Yeah, she does it. That's (laughs) absolutely true, what you just said there. Um, Number seven, Steve Price. Mm, that sounds like a name I know. Yes, although I don't think it is the no- name you're thinking it's, it's of. It's a common, it's a common name. Common name. So many Steves, so many um, prices. But this Steve is a very unique, uh, special, mm. wonderful Steve. Yeah. So, um, in a sea of run-of-the-mill the Steves. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Steve Price mentions. Uh, in fact, he mentioned a number. Almost uh, there was a top five. Ooh. So I, I've chosen. Uh, Two somewhat randomly, but I suspect they were the two that did resonate for me. True. Play the game on your own terms Mm -hmm. and embrace the fear.
0: Oh, nice. You know, I'm all about embracing the fear.
1: Yeah, tell me me more.
0: Um, You know, fear is that thing. Coming up a lot, I have been listening to a lot of things lately, and that that notion of um, fear being an important part. Um, so rather than trying to expunge fear or or I ignore fear, it's actually how do you utilise the fear in a way that's going to benefit you the most? Uh, because fear is a you know it's a motivator, it's an energizer, um, and it is just you. It, fear is often a way of just preparing you to perform better. Yes. Um, and so yeah, so uh, I think embracing fear um, and no, knowing how to use fear.
1: Um, well, it's a it is a it's a survival instinct. Yeah, uh, it's a fight or flight. Fight or flight. Our body responding to those situations, and in the case of wanting to, I suppose, uh, get extra performance or uh, a lift in the day to day, almost like a an Amanda peak.
0: Yeah, uh, Amanda levels of performance. <laughs> levels
1: of performance. It makes sense that we embrace the fear, and and if I just ground this to what it means for organisational life. Uh, Having spent the last 10, 15 years in the space of uh, learning and change, both of those those things require people to be outside of their comfort zones and that's when the fear kicks in. Uh, Not so much you're in your panic zone, which is Mm, where the true uh, fight-flight response kicks in, but that ability to actually uh, appreciate that, Outside of our comfort zones is where we're going to learn and grow most.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So thank you, Steve.
0: You want the focused fear. You want your you want a, you want a nicely cultivated fear garden as opposed to wild fear weeds the fear choking garden. you down. Yeah, your fear garden. You've got to cultivate your fear garden and not let the 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 weeds of panic uh, choke choke you down.
1: You know, it's it's almost time. Although I'm a, I'm in two minds about this. Mm. The power of the audio. Mm. Because then we can play theatre of the mind. Mm. Like instantly, the the listeners are out there are now picturing I their own imagery mm. of the fear garden. Mm. But I also think maybe it's time. Video. We need video. Yeah, we need... Right.
0: You want animation. You and want sort of like... Um, what was that podcast? Oh, the Ricky Gervais podcast. Right, yes. That um, used just animation, which just to... Um, to ...to illustrate. provide a little extra colour to their um, to their podcast and was yeah. very, very popular and effective. Maybe Leadership of Fools might... Um, I don't want to say steal the idea, but um, it's effectively what I'm suggesting um, in a
1: sort of copyright-friendly way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So a call out to uh, the greatest illustrators in yeah. the world
0: Yeah, all of them All of them? Yeah, we want to create a quorum of our illustrators to do our bidding
1: Yes Yeah Great, let's do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: Put uh, it on the list It's on the action to-do list Number eight, Graham Plant Graham Plant was In the beer garden <laughs> Graham Plant was on another episode this year, and guess what, Rick Brown? I'm
0: guessing it was hosted by Amanda Buckley. No,
1: it was hosted by me. Oh, jeez! It another, was a one-on-one.
0: Another popular uh, podcast that I wasn't involved in. Jeez, yeah. They have done very well without me this
1: this season. I tell and you. Um, Graham told an amazing story about having run the Marathon des Sables, oh, yes, the, of the Marathon of the Sands, oh. through the Sahara Desert. Epic tales. Of epic runs, yeah, he's uh, Graham's amazing. I'm not suggesting
0: he got the runs while he was uh, doing a marathon. (laughs) I'm just saying he went on an epic run. Although the tales I've heard of uh, long distance marathon runners, it would not be out of the question. No, I don't. I don't imagine it would be. uh, Far be it for me to lower the tone of the podcast
1: to sewerage levels.
0: Uh, So let us get back to lessons learned.
1: Lesson learned. So um, he was reminded. Of a previous manager, and I also suspect this manager is not the original source of this quote, but um, who used to always say there are three types of people. So, uh, in fact, I might even see if you will, you know, guess the third type okay, once you've right. the first two. Yeah, yep. Number one: mm-hmm. those who make things happen. Those who make things happen. Th- number two: th- Those who watch things happen. Spectators. Yes, and, and three. So those who make things happen, those who watch
0: things happen, and those who stop things from happening, or similar. Uh,
1: those who just say what the fuck just happened.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I see. Right. Yes, that's classier. That's I mean, classier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so there's the doers, there's the watchers, and there's the confused, um, <laughs> the confused mob.
1: Yes. And apologies <laughs> for what I just did to the mic then, which was no, I love it. It adds a little bit of character. Coffee cup. Like, who's to stop you? Ain't? No. no. If, Colin,
0: if Colin wants to smash his
1: mug into a microphone, it's the end of the year. Let him do it. I, and this is um, I just Netflix has the new comedy series, which is definitely not corporate friendly or yeah, child friendly. Don't watch but, it. Uh, it's called Mike Bumps. Mike Bumps. Yeah, yeah. So it, I I laughed so much, okay. so so funny. All right, so, so watch I it or don't watch myself, it. This is a coffee. No, yeah. anyway, don't go there. Uh, Busy, busy. Graham Plant also said, um, being, what did I say, busy, busy? Graham Plant said, being busy doesn't always mean being productive and valuable. No, but um, being busy, busy does.
0: (laughs) So don't don't, try not to be just busy. Try to be busy, busy. Uh, (laughs) That's the right kind of busy.
1: Yes, Graham, I'm sure that was your point. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, But I do subscribe to that point. Oh, yeah. Nah, the.
0: the glorification of, of being of sort of being overworked um, is sort of had its time in the sun and I think is probably reaching uh, its downward trend now. People are starting to see through the facade of busyness uh, for what the, it is.
1: In the mid 90s, uh, and I'm old enough to be reflecting on the mid 90s, nice. in the mid 90s, I worked on Wall Street. In New York, wow! And that was
0: Why was that in in um, relation to the film Wall Street, like time wise? Ah, was well, it
1: no, that, that came out in the eighties? Yeah, right. So
0: it was part. It, yes. it was long past that. Long so past it wasn't that. in the height of everyone going no, Wall Street. Um,
1: no. Cool. I was absolutely, um, I suppose, in terms of you talk about a culture that kind of hits you in the face, mm. especially um, its difference, and the fundamental difference was. Uh, everyone to succeed mm-hmm. needed to be at the office from you know, perhaps 7.30 in the morning yep. through to at least 6, 6.30 at night. Mm-hmm. And yet I would wander around having not much to do yeah. and watching people having breakfast, yeah. reading the paper, yeah. and then making their phone calls at the end of the day. It was to be seen to be busy. Yeah, yeah. You had, yes. So um,
0: the... Um... The busy... Oh, the, the,
1: the, the busy illusion. Busy illusion. Yeah. yeah, Yep. So thank you. Thank, thank you, Graham Plant. My notes.
0: Come on, Colin. Rick, could you describe this my like, notes? This is like the, the... This is the Brunswick of
1: notes here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number nine. Andrew Thomas. AT. AT. And it's interesting you said AT because his first one is ABC. Oh. And it's always be communicating.
0: Ah, oh. Yeah,
1: so AT equals
0: yeah. ABC. AT loves the ABC. It, does. it um, does. Always be communicating. And you communicate with words, which are made up of letters, from the ABC. Mm, so nice. it all ties in. It does? Um, always be communicating. I mean, uh, I guess, you know, caveat, yes. effective communicating. Um, don't just be saying random words in people's faces just because you feel like you need to be communicating something um, to follow the... The that's, ABCs we're laying out. That's a uh, deeper,
1: deeper insight. Thank yeah, you,
0: Rick. always be effectively communicating. <laughs> and communicating also, something worthwhile is, or useful.
1: He's also built on it with um, BU, and he literally again, it's just the letters oh, BU, AT, with the ABC yeah. and the BU. I'm really liking it. Yeah. Um, but the one he didn't use, uh, or did he go to Brigham Young four? University? Oh, that's BYU. <laughs> that makes sense. He just he used the full word. Hmm? was B collaborative.
0: No, oh, he just could not find a way to. So it wasn't B C because BC is like, already yeah, kind of taken yeah. by the B calendar.
1: <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. And I've got to I've got to say this, Andrew um, and I I know Andrew Andrew and there's a little side story um, mm. Andrew used to work at the National Australia Bank and uh, when I worked mm. Many, many years ago, and at the National Australia Bank, I also met Nerissa, Um my wife. And... It's
0: like the St. Elmo's Fire yes, Gang, it wasn't is. it? Just yes, m- and meeting, this, yeah, just living their lives, being was. young and in- enthusiastic.
1: Yes, it was a, a true uh, you were the romantic pack. cauldron. Yeah. Yes, and, and Andrew Thomas, NAB. AT, mm? as he's known, mm? Andrew Thomas uh, happened to be in cans uh at the same time that narissa and i were on our honeymoon
0: oh just accidentally accidentally oh sure you organized like a boys weekend as well didn't you on, <laughs> on your honeymoon classic colin
1: and it is slightly and I'm, i've never really said this to at but you know it, it takes a podcast to actually yeah. open up clo- close the to close be, the you know the reflection to and always to close be the communicating gap. uh I it was it was that moment of I would have very happily um, had dinner had a few drinks yeah. but we were on our bloody honeymoon yeah not the time and, at uh, not the time uh, not
0: the time come on at <laughs> so I, I do uh,
1: say my apology yeah to at yeah. that yeah. I didn't give you more. When we ran into each other, well, I'm hoping bloody AT In, understands. Yes. I mean, and I think I said cans. It wasn't even cans. It was broom. Oh, totally the other side of the country. Jeez, you've
0: gotten a lot of facts wrong on that one. And it was your honeymoon, so um, <laughs> yeah. um, but yes, he's covered some good stuff. Always be communicating. That's that's good. Be, be you. Um, so that's about authenticity. Yes, you know, we've covered that extensively. Yes, on the leadership of fools. We love the concept. We do. Authenticity we do. is key. And be collaborative. I mean, why wouldn't you? Just makes... Teamwork makes the dream work. like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. We no are two at, ways about it.
1: We are at double digits now.
0: Oh, see how it's just... When you're always communicating, you get through a lot of information quite you quickly.
1: Louise Alfonso. Uh, Louise says... Uh, oh, I like this one. In fact, I like them all. Yeah, Which I was just, going, you know, going,
0: you know. to I'm going to say, geez, <laughs> you really put one your one foot those in Oh, we finally got to a good one. <laughs>
1: Louise said something, and I think what I meant, rather than I like it more than any other, it's something that I've continued to bump against mm-hmm. in 2018, and that is people whose fundamental intent mm-hmm. is good, yeah, um, but essentially they go about, especially as leaders, trying to save people and rescue people. Yeah. Uh, so they always see themselves as the fixer of the problems. They Samaritans, Samaritans. Mm. They take it on. Yep. Um, so she asks, and I think maybe this is a self reflection, but also something she's noticed: the ability to not move into the saving mode or the mm. rescuing mode, but yep. instead the coaching mode, equipping mm. people to do things for themselves. Yeah. Uh, so uh, got to teach,
0: got to teach them to fish. Yes. Stop giving them fish.
1: I mean, we all know remember. about fish. You might remember the Murray Cod oh, episode. Yeah.
0: You just know. got to learn how to catch them. Got to look, Someone's yeah. got to teach you. Yes, right. Um, right. If I keep giving you Murray Cod, what have you learnt, Colin? What have you learnt? And I'm spending an awful lot on Murray Cod. Like, they're, they're not cheap.
1: No, they're not cheap. All
0: right, my Murray Cod budget budget is blown. Yes, I can't would, keep giving
1: you Cod. Would they be a kilo of Murray, yep. Murray Cod? It's... it's it's prohibitively expensive, right.
0: prohibitively. Um, so it's time you went out there with well, your rod. I've been
1: enjoying them, Get but your you're rod. saying I'm not growing.
0: Get your cod rod.
1: <laughs> Stop relying on me to provide,
0: <laughs> okay. all right? Okay. That has resonated with me extensively.
1: Louise, who knew that this would be about yeah. the Murray cod? You're
0: cut off, Colin. You're cut off. Yes.
1: Um, Thomas. Thomas Farsowski. Vars- uh, mm-hmm. Don't Die Wondering. Oh, I thought it was just don't die. It's like, that's a bold, it's a bold ambition. I'm going to give Thomas some credit here Yeah. of everyone who submitted a contribution. Mm. He was the only one who used three words, sharp, to the Mm. point, no more context, no more depth. Just just don't die wondering.
0: Don't die wondering. Don't die typing. That was his other motto. Like I don't want to. I don't want to spend too long typing this out. Just three words. That's all I've got for you. <laughs> don't die wondering. Don't I mean, die wondering. yes, that's it. I mean, that's all about. You know, throw yourself in there. That resonates. you, you hold yourself back, that's it. once you once you sort of start wrapping some of these these life lessons in together, you know, you, you you're developing a dynamic package. You know, if you're embracing the fear, so then you you're not going to die wondering because you're throwing yourself in there. Um, And you're teaching people to fish. You're you're always communicating. I mean, who's going to stop you? Who's going to stop you? No, who's going to stop you? Not me. No, I'm not interested in stopping you. No, I've thrown away my stop sign. I used to use a stop sign all the time. I was, to be fair, I was a lollipop man. Uh, (laughs) I've thrown it away. A lot of kids got very injured. I'm no longer allowed to be a lollipop man. That's a valuable lesson. But I didn't. I did not die wondering. Some of the kids did, but. They were wondering why I didn't have a stop sign. And that's fair because by law, I should have had one. And I apologize to all of them.
1: Uh, Would that be your insight for the year? Yes. Yes. Number 12. Ooh, the final one. The final final final
0: insight on the top 12 insights from the shipsters in 2018. Yes. Lock it in. This is where the list ends. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes, it does. And, um, this one's a great one to end with as well. Oh, because good. this is a, a person you and I point. both know. Ooh. is uh, it me? We know them through a slightly different lens. Oh. Yeah. You know this person as a performer. Oh yes. And I know this person as a colleague consultant. Ooh. Uh, so this person is Simon Dowling.
0: Oh, Simon Dowling, one of the funniest improvisers I've had the pleasure of working with. But um I feel like the way you know him started to take over. Um, really? His, 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 um, so he's his not, interest.
1: He's not on stage as much?
0: No, no. When I first started out back in the day, probably back when you were on Wall Street, Colin, um, <laughs> yeah, Simon Delling was also on the scene. Me and him shared many a stage um, back in the 90s, early noughties. Um, and then I guess um, the lens you see him through started to take priority and he uh, he's just a, an occasional... Much welcomed guest. Uh, whenever he shows up, we are we are g- giggling gerties with excitement to see him.
1: Oh, that's that's fantastic. Simon mm. is um well, the lens I know him through. Simon is um really well regarded as a keynote speaker. He's mm. written a book, mm. and the book uh, does reference oh, improvisation. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Mm. And um, in fact, and I think Simon does know this, but often. Um, I'm a replacement for Simon, or Simon is a replacement for me. Ooh. So out there in mm. organisational world, particularly in your, this marketplace,
0: You're bitter rivals—we're
1: bitter rivals. Yeah. So
0: yes. um, I mean, we should point out—he's my nemesis. Yeah. We should, so we should point out to all the uh, all the shipsters listening that um, he's—I mean—he's not much chop. Simon Dowling. I mean, he's we've, a great we've improviser. Talked, we've talked him up great, a, lo- a, a lot. Great, great improviser. Oh, he was an adequate improviser. Right. Um, and not, I but, mean, but
1: I think he should go back to improvisation. Uh, yeah, uh, uh,
0: the more we can encourage him to come back to the stage, I think the better the world will be, the happier he will be, um, and the more work for Colin. So um, let's just get a groundswell of support. It's a win-win. To encourage Simon Dowling to embrace that improviser that still thrives within him, still within, but just still needs within. more of an outlet. Come on, Simon, back to the stage.
1: And here's... Simon's lesson, and I think it's particularly apt, Mm. given what we've just said, learn to ditch your script.
0: Yes. I mean, that is perfect. Uh, I I don't don't even have a script. No. So I've got nothing to ditch. You've never had a script. (laughs) So first of all, I've got to go out and I've got to find a script. That could take a while. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Are there online script shops? Is that what you call them? Script shops? I wouldn't know. No. Never used them no. Not going to start now But I'll buy one to ditch it <laughs> Should I put it in a ditch? Is there a script ditch? Is there a script ditch that most people use? If I use my own script ditch Will people be mad at me? I've got a lot of questions around where to ditch my script Once I find one, Colin
1: Okay, these are, these are the important questions
0: Yeah um, But it is, I mean, all jokes aside I mean, it's an it's a valuable lesson Yes We can all agree
1: so uh, to elaborate, uh, learn to ditch your script, particularly what you are supposed, what you think you're supposed to say and do, and instead look for what each moment needs.
0: Yes, and across the board, people are starting to value agility. Um, it's sort of that what's that word it starts with an N? Uh, nimble. Being nimble. Yes. Yeah, yes, A nimble thought, um, and it ties back to parenting small babies. You need that creative thought uh, for problem solving. Uh, and for looking at things uh, differently. Um, And this is where if you're going to adhere to the same old script, yeah, you're not going to be able to do any of those things. How are you going to pivot, baby? You can't because the script didn't say you could.
1: No, that's right. Rick Brown, you're... Mastery of the corporate language. Oh. It improves every time we, Mates, we meet. Mate, all the
0: time I spent on the ship. Yeah. Uh, Leadership of Fools has taught me more um, than I've ever taught anyone <laughs> by being on Leadership of Fools. Right.
1: <laughs> so thank you to Simon. Yes, and, Simon. Um, that's a great top 12.
0: That was an amazing top 12. But you know, if only there was a couple more.
1: Wouldn't that be yes, good? Just a,
0: wouldn't that be It's m- like bonus. It's just a bonus wow. for all the loyal shipsters out there.
1: Oh my goodness. What? Guess what I've just found. No. A late entry. <gasps> this is two like, late entries. It's like, it's like the season of giving has come early. Yes, it has. And then these two people are uh, two people quite well known to the Leadership of Fool's audience, Alice Sidhu and oh, Colum Beatty.
0: Long time shipmates.
1: Absolutely. So Alice. Uh,
0: Colum Beatty, though, he's overrated. But Alice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, a shout out to Alice, who's currently in Malaysia. So, um, just
0: sourcing more exciting people to come onto the uh, leadership of fools. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. So she says, uh, be comfortable with what you know and share it generously. I always do, Alice. Be comfortable with what you don't know, and this is where the learning and growth mm-hmm. is. And value the capability of others, and you can do that most aptly by being curious.
0: Curiosity. Nice. Kills a lot of cats, but has yet to kill uh, any of us. We've shown um, an immunity to curiosity. It almost fuels us in many ways. Um, and I also enjoy the fact that I know it kills cats. For some reason, I've never warmed to cats. Um, so the more curious I am, the happier I get. Dog person? Um, uh, I don't mind dogs. Favorite animal? Favorite animal? Quacker. I mean, I'm not a not I'm not a monster. I mean, come on. Cocker all day. Uh,
1: I did not expect that response.
0: <laughs> well, then you don't know me at all, Colin. No, don't. You don't know me at all. Uh, um, a um That's, that's gold. But yeah, curiosity. That's, again, there's a, a, a premium being placed on curiosity, uh, and rightly
1: so. Yes. So, and mine is the 14th and final, and it is all to do with this podcast. Ooh. And um it is essentially the message don't over plan. Mm. And I didn't go with the just do, I said just try. You know. Oh. So don't well, overplan, just try. That um, is the
0: I mean I don't wanna I don't wanna call you out. That is the opposite of what Yoda has been teaching children. Yes. For years. Don't try Oh, you yeah, do or do not. Yes, there is no try There is no
1: try So, but you'd
0: like to re- You'd would like to out Yoda Yoda. I'd it's like it's to like break that try to try to try to myth
1: to try to try do, do try to try Only try
0: to try to try to try Only try And try in the, and in that try you'll. to
1: try to i to try yeah. I try to try and what I try I try to was really, drunk a lot of to time to what, be what fair. I'm pivoting towards yeah. is this idea that to uh, try I try I mean, you would have
0: got a Mandarin a lot more because <laughs> you would have been thinking things through clearly. Uh, so just taking this scattergun approach has really paid benefits for me. Uh, yes,
1: <laughs> uh, I was. I was going to say something different. Then. <laughs>
0: well, say it, Say but, it. Never let me stop you.
1: Never. Yes. If I'm, I was to plan this the way I would maybe normally have planned it, mm-hmm. we still wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And sure. instead, we've probably kicked over twenty-five episodes in two thousand eighteen alone.
0: Nugget laden
1: episodes, absolutely. Mm. Uh, what was that comment about being busy and yeah. versus being productive and yeah. valuable? So, um, so it's quantity and quality. Yep. And um, the reason I say don't uh, just try mm-hmm. is just. Turn on the record button and give it a try.
0: Yeah, and that ties in with uh, the previous insight. Uh, don't die wondering. Um, don't die wondering. Yeah, you know what I mean, because you.
1: It's and, all coming full circle.
0: And the you know the over planning or the wanting to safeguard against failure or know that you've, you've you know you've you figured everything out before you attempt something. Um, you learn so much by doing, yes. don't you? Um, yes. that you? You're never going to be able to successfully plan it until you've done it. Yes. That's going to help you uh, every step of the journey. Every episode you do, you learn something new. Yes. Um, so yes, I, I fully support your endeavours, um, your inability to see um, how much better Amanda is than me. I support <laughs> wholeheartedly uh, and I will continue to do so uh, until such time as you... Uh, Figure, figure out what a fool I am I mean, I guess I am the fool Of Leadership of Fools In That's many right.
1: ways That's right <laughs> Without
0: well, mean, what are you? Just a leadership
1: Boo No, no, it's <laughs> not quite the same uh, I am thrilled with Leadership of Fools mm. I'm so pumped that I, I and we gave it a go uh, It has been incredible it's been it's been one of those things where it all, it doesn't matter how many people are listening. What matters is, yeah. at some level, yeah. the amount of um, goodwill, the amount of curiosity, the amount of, uh, in fact, the the classic in your in your um, obvious is your genius. Put four people together. Um, put it. Put a question. A complicated question, a question that doesn't have easy answers, and allow the conversation to run. Uh, and I've always said to you, and and I know the the principles of I- impro play out beautifully in this. Sure do. Uh, it's it's not even like we host. It's just like we just it starts, and then the conversation bounces off each other. It's it's, it's a it's it. It's a bubbling
0: cauldron of uh, concepts. Yes. It's a concept cauldron that we keep uh, the fire well stoked underneath
1: Rick Brown, you've had too many today There's almost <laughs> actually too many So the people of
0: Well, now to... now I'm imagining the podcast being animated Like a Ricky <laughs> Javet, So I'm just trying to create as much go back. imagery as I can So that when it does get animated I'll be like, that does look good <laughs> that, cauldron, that concept cauldron is very good
1: <laughs> the concept cauldron on the Garden of Fear uh, with... With the remember, panic weeds. The panic weeds, fantastic. <laughs> so at this stage of our uh, year of 2018, we've had 14 incredible insights. They connect with each other. They're they're inspiring, they're um, meaningful, and uh, this is where the credits would typically run. Well, let's run them. Let's um, run them. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'm just going to go away from the mic for a bit if you want to just keep talking. Yep.
0: Um, so we just want to yeah, basically give shout-outs to all the people who have contributed to this ramshackle ship of ours um, and kept it afloat. Um, and so shall we start with um, the people who have played a very large part in um, empowering this Ship of ours,
1: yeah. So, these are the people who are really behind the scenes, uh, quite active in the production, construction, top tier
0: contributors, top tier gold level. They've gone clear.
1: Amanda Buckley,
0: yeah. I mean, we cannot speak highly enough of Amanda Buckley. No, every day is her birthday, and when you're around her, you feel like it's your birthday. Um, and um. And I welcome the fact that she will most likely uh, replace me in all my endeavours in the future.
1: Yes. Uh, and I might shout out the others uh, quite... Um, or we, we won't necessarily talk about every single person I'm no, about to only mention. Amanda Buckley. Only Amanda Buckley. <laughs> uh, Alice Sidhu, Paul Menz, Nick Alisios, Nat Fian, and the team from Landron Rogers who... <sighs> Crack unit
0: of Uh, law aficionados. Yes. Guns for hire. Who
1: helped us host the launch and continued to be a very great support to us.
0: They are the bee's knees.
1: That's right. So the next group of people. the
0: Silver level members of the uh, (laughs) Leadership of Fools. Oh, yes. Frequent Sailors Program.
1: I'm just going to attribute all of this to Rick. (laughs) Uh, So these are people who... That's called distancing distancing yourself from responsibilities. I
0: like it. Now, Since how do
1: I deal with this dilemma, Rick? Because I'm about to shout out a lot of people, and I know that it's not going to be everyone. So,
0: Oh yeah. I mean, look, all credits go with it. come with the caveat um, that there's too many people to really to cover everyone. Um, if you feel like you deserved um, membership in our silver level. Frequent Sailors Program, um, then probably your application form is in the mail. Um, yes. Get it back to us as soon as possible. Yes. Um, and uh, no doubt, we we love you and we're thinking of you and we apologize for neglecting to mention you at
1: this stage. So uh, note to self, 2019, mm. we may need to redeem ourselves. Here. Yeah. These are the people that um, I've tended to notice have been very active in promoting uh, to their colleagues and uh, helping Leadership of Fools to uh, stand out from the crowd mm. of podcasts that are out there. So uh, we are really appreciative. Uh, Davina Ross, Meryn Holland, Cassidy Carey, Isabel Smith, Ruth Young, uh, Natasha uh, Stojinovich, Gina McCartney, Leah Pacola, and Amy Kirkwood. Just a
0: crack unit of people working To help us be better.
1: Absolutely. We are really genuinely appreciative. And this final shout-out.
0: The the, the bronze medallion
1: club. Bronze. Yeah. Bronze. So um, Rose Beattie. Mm -hmm. uh, Just squeezing all your family members in now, I see, Colin. Yes. Uh, And the shout-out there has been incredibly... valuable contributors in the background and at the same time, they were the ones who emphasized we must have an end-of-year podcast. Mate,
0: the kids know. The kids, the kids, know, kids know what's
1: know. what. And uh, <laughs> this is a, um, again, I'm using that term shout-out a lot, Big these, is, Gain All Brand. These big are the shout-outs. Gain All Brand is a YouTube channel. Not a type of serial. No, it's not. Big cool. Gain All Brand and uh, the team from Big Gain All Brand Will, Seb, Tom, Oscar, Max, and Charlie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah! Big grand old
1: Yes, lovely. We um, thank you for all your support.
0: Yes, we, uh, we 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 do it mainly for you. Yes. Um, in fact, it's, it's all that's I'm, our it's, only reason. It's, it's for all doing I'm it. focusing on right now yes. is you guys. So yes. um, enjoy every last little morsel.
1: So we'll be back in 2019. We'll be back. Yeah, bigger.
0: Yep, I'll be, I'll be driving Amanda in, picking her up when she's finished. Um, we're all working together to make this a better podcast, uh, and it will be, because season three, that's where things get really exciting. I do. Season three of all TV shows, that's where you start getting... You that's know? the peak. Yeah, all the relationships are set. Before um, you jump the shark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. That's more like season five. Right. Season three and four are always good. You know what I mean. This is where we hit our stride when we're, we're no longer, you know, trying to find our feet. We're firmly established, and we're just going gangbusters. Nice. So, coming, come for a sale.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Rick. Mark Holland. Hi.